Our public hearing for the vape ban will be held the Friday prior to Thanksgiving. When is it? We know they don't want you to Where show up. That, my friends, is precisely one more reason why you should show up. Tell us again. There is a compromise. Restrict sales of vaping products to 21 plus stores only. Tax it lucratively and taxes. stop the mail order from pouring into our state. Untaxed, unregulated. Let adults Adulting. be adults. Adult it's common sense for the Commonwealth. Brennan Smoke Shop, Plymouth, Pembroke, Brockton, Wayham, Rainham, Taunton, Stoughton, New Bedford. We've been playing a bunch of ads from the genius radio ad maker. He's like the Apollo Creed of making advertisements for the radio, funny advertisements, political advertisements. We got Jeff from Brennan's Smoke Shop on the line. What's up, Jeff? Do we have Jeff on the phone? Jeff, can you I'm hear here. me? Yeah, can you hear, can you hear me? me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we can. Oh, now you can. Did you hear my Thank intro? Yeah. Was it okay? The master, no, you got to say like, the master of disaster. The master. The killer of all things good. Oh, he, you, yeah. wait, you're not the killer. That's the state of Massachusetts. Ah, not to the, not to the left, dude. <laughs> we got it because you, you, we, we've been playing your ads on the podcast, uh, the preview. We've been trying to get them on this show, but I don't know what's, what's going on on this show today. We're, we're, we're having a show. Let's put it that way. Um, but anyways, right now we have Jeff. I want to say your last name is Brennan because that's what everyone calls you, but it's not, is it? It's Yalanesian. My mother's maiden name is Brennan, so I'm uh, Armenian descent. Right. Uh, actually... French, German, Irish, Jew, and just a sliver of Armenian. And, and, but you got the Armenian name. Yeah, yeah, I want to say that again. Yalanesian? Yalanesian, yes. Yalanesian. Jeff? You got it. Yeah, I got that. And, and, but most people call you Jeff Brennan, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're known. Like, you're Brennan Smoke Shop. How many, how many shops do you have right now in Massachusetts? It's been a grind the whole time. We, my mom started in Plymouth 30 years ago. And then uh, when she, you know, we all, all of my siblings and I worked the store at one time or another when we were younger, when we could have young people in the store. Um, and then, what, 2001, she, she opened another store in Pembroke, and that's when I came on full time. And since then, I opened, uh, and I always say in the order that we opened them, Plymouth, Pembroke, Brockton, Wareham, Rainham, Taunton, Stoughton, New Bedford. And you've been there ever since uh, she's been open, as you both opened these stores. Yeah. I, I started in, in the Pembroke stores like a clerk. I set the store up, um, sat there. Now, at this time, Michael, at the time we opened the Pembroke store, the state of Massachusetts decided they were going to uh, increase the cigarette tax 100%. So it went from $0.75 cents a pack to $1.50 uh, pack, and they implemented floor tax. So my mother, one store, single mom, had bought gradually the cigarettes to stock the new store because it's a lot of money. They're very expensive. Well, we got hammered because the store wasn't even open, and uh, we had to pay the floor tax on all the cigarettes sitting around. Hmm. Same time, all the manufacturers started guaranteeing their product fresh. So we ate a lot of products. So really the drive for us in expanding stores was we had this tobacco, cigarettes, cigars, that 
we just wasn't selling because when they implemented the sales tax, the uh, implemented the 100% increase in excise tax, everybody and their mother was buying cigarettes Indeed. online from Indian reservations tax-free. That's right. And I worked seven days a week for 10 years and was lucky to be able to cash my paycheck at the end of the week. About seven years later, it's like 2008, 2000, oh no, 2007, the Pembroke uh, police came in and busted our Pembroke store, our second store, for a possession with intent to distribute drug paraphernalia. Yes. Oh, and this was your mom, because I read about my this. My mom, yeah. yeah. She wanted, she, Mike, she wanted, to, and this is why my mom has so much respect for me and lets me, lets me really, let me take this business by the horns. And what's, your, what's your mom's first name? Is it Karen? Karen. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Karen. Okay. Karen B. Fontana, Brennan Fontana. She's uh, remarried, obviously, since, since my, her and my dad separated. And what year but was so, that that they busted her? I believe it was 07, okay. 2007. 2007. And this is so, when marijuana is still decrimmed. Everything's illegal. This is before. Everything's illegal. And, and they're busting they're people for glass. Shaw. I know. I remember they busted everyone for everything. It, it's it, So, so um, my mom, and one of the reasons why my mom really let me take control of the business is because the whole time we were going through that, my mom, right up until the day of the bench hearing, wanted to just you know, take a guilty plea with a continue without a finding. And I was like, no way. Read the law. The law's the law. We're in the law. And we fought them. We beat it because we're a tobacco store, and it's still legal to smoke. That's right. And, and hold on to that for a second. Hold on to that. <laughs> now it's that flipping around. Now, now it's legal for cannabis, but not for tobacco. Isn't that weird? Is that weird? Well, Before but, it was, yeah, go ahead. But the reason I want to say hold on to that, Mike, is because it's legal to smoke. Now, right. for, for us in the tobacco industry, you know, you, you go to the dispensary. or Let's say we're recreational. I don't care if it's dry herb in a pipe, dry herb rolled up in a joint, dab or wax in a vaporizer or oil. I am smoking all of those things. Right. Vaping is smoking. So it's legal to smoke. And that was our, in the law in Massachusetts on the drug paraphernalia was very, very, and the guy that, that helped write it is one of the guys that bust, tried busting us huh. or busted us. He rewrote the law in, I think, like 1996 or 97, there was a, a head shop down in Hanover, Massachusetts. Uh, I forget what it was called. But they actually got busted selling dope illegally out of right. the back door right. many years ago. But that guy, that same police chief came after us, retired, um, and, and we beat it. They didn't give us back our stuff. So we, we took them to court. They had to give us back our stuff. There you go. Short, shortly thereafter, decriminalizations uh, came along with a citizen's petition, initiative petition. That was great. We're like, good. We're good. We're good. We're okay. <laughs> and then, you know, recreational happened. All along, vape, vape, since I've been in the business in 01 for maybe 19 years, I've been selling Enjoy Vapes and Blue Vapes and all kinds of nicotine vaporizers for years. We were one of the first vape retailers 
in Massachusetts. And it's important to note from where we stand on the tobacco side, it was actually the tobacco industry that was driving the vape market. It was an alternative when you couldn't smoke traditional cigarettes, so you had a, a, a thing that looked like a cigarette. And then people just started picking it up and using it, and it became vaping, you know. And it's, and it's been an evolution period for a lot of things in the business over the years, and this is one of them. And I think what's going on right now, Michael, is that bill, that the flavor ban bill, yes, yes. wasn't going to go anywhere until this happened. Um, vaping-related illness happened. They're using that. Right as a vehicle to push the bill. Hey, it's Jeff from Brennan Smoke Shop. So this Labor Day is Brennan Smoke Shop's first annual Taxachusetts Relief Day. There'll be no 6.25% sales tax on anything we sell in the store. There'll be no $3.50 excise tax per pack. There'll be no 40% cigar tax. There won't be tax on any accessories we sell. No tax on the vapes, the bongs, the CBD, the pods, the grinders, the pipes. There won't be tax on anything we sell all day this coming Labor Day. Because we're closed. Have a good one. Tried that. It's called prohibition, and it happened in the 30s, and it didn't work. Right. If you, go, you regulate it and tax it. And when you're regulating it, you need to control it. So what they're going to do here with this bill that they have is they're going to send all of the business the way that it is right now. And I don't think it's going to look that way when it hits the Senate, just to be honest with you. Um, and we're working on that. Okay. We're, we're trying to get a 21-plus exemption or uh, maybe a mail order uh, fine for the, for the delivery companies that are shipping untaxed propaganda. Okay. Is that good? Yeah, Is that a yeah. Good, yeah, I get it. Is that a good term? Yeah. So it's not going to look like that. It will look something like that. I don't think the, the, the legal – but listen, they, they want that bill passed. That's good. The idea here is that that flavor ban gets passed before the vape hearing and before the vape ban is listed. So when they lift the vape ban, because I think we all know eventually the vape ban is going to be lifted because this is just ridiculous. When the vape ban gets lifted, there's not going to be any flavors. Yeah. But that's okay because Americans are ingenious and there are already places that have flavor bands and what i hear is they sell blanks with the salt nick <laughs> half full and then you buy the flavoring on the side you and add you mix it. it yourself you add it oh my god let me ask you this so, question so all this, let me, all let, this baloney. Let me, yeah let me ask you a quick question because you've been going through all this crap from the state of Massachusetts with your shops and it, even the bus you know that was a local government actually but um how much money has this cost you, this vape ban? Your business right now. The vape ban yeah. is gonna cost us like fifty grand. Yep. That's just in lost sales. I mean, you know, we have a, a lower margin on it. We've always treated vape products and e juice like an other tobacco product. And we always anticipated that the state would legislate it like an other tobacco product instead of like a separate tax. So you have SIG tax, CHU tax, and OTP. Now there's going to be SIG tax, um, CHU tax, OTP, and e-juice tax, or e uh, device tax hmm. is what that is, 75%. Now, now, so you understand when you buy a pod, 
it's going to be taxed 75%. So, like, I use a baton pod, and I fill it myself. The bottle of juice lasts weeks, and that's what's killing the state of Massachusetts is while they haven't dragged their feet regulating it, it's been just people are dropping cigarettes and traditional combustible tobacco like it's going out of style because it is. And the state is losing millions and millions and millions. Cause, and I know, Mike, because I'm watching my numbers. When, I, when my numbers go down, the state's money goes down. And most of my cigarette, and it's cigarettes. Yep. Most, of the, most of the money in cigarettes is tax. Right. You know? So, um, and, and, and they're not doing anything. They're going to send it up to, up to New Hampshire. And, and nobody's telling me, that, I, guess, I guess there's a, an agreement between the states to, bans all, to ban all flavors. So New Hampshire's going to ban menthol, too. Crazy. It's so funny. It's, Pe- people can have the flavor on this side so, to add the flavor, Jeff. This but you is, can't, yeah, you, you're going to have to make your own menthol. I mean, we won't it, even be able to sell menthol tubes and menthol tobacco. Geez, you're not even going to be able to make yeah. menthol cigarettes. You'll be able to make menthol juice. I guess they will, they'll figure something out. Yeah. Like when they ban flavored Are you Are cigarettes. you worried about a black market, too, on tobacco? Oh, it's like our, I'm already, well, yeah. that's why I started with the cigs. I yep. mean, that was a huge black market. And, Mike, so, so when they did that, we almost went out of business. My, my Plymouth store that had been there for, for 10 or 15 years, 10 or 15 years, 12 back years. Back then, it was the, the Indian tribes back then. And, well, and the black we market, selling, too? We were selling 130 cartons, 150 cartons a week. And overnight, we were selling 30 cartons a week. And that's why I told you that mm. now the, the manufacturers stopped taking returns. So we ended up getting stuck with all this inventory that wasn't selling. And we had to sell it off like dirt cheap, like, you know, $2 a pack at the time. Wow. So they already, they already created the black market. It's already there. They yeah. created that. You know, and they're just making it. So, so then, so, so as we go forward in the timeline around oh, uh, after decriminalization, the federal government got involved. And they started enforcing a law already on the books called the Jenkins Act. And that held the delivery companies responsible for the tax. Well, guess what happened? They stopped si- shipping cigarettes from Indian reservations overnight. Mm. We were like, and now we're, like I told you, we we're stretching out. By that time, we had now four or five stores. We were in Wareham and Rainham. And then the state said, well, we're going to, we're going to, the, the federal government banned the mail order cigarettes. And we were in like the middle of uh, what you would think is an explosion in business. And really everybody just, starting to buy their cigarettes or having to buy their cigarettes from, from the state. So they lost millions of dollars there. Then there's the report now, today, that they're losing almost $300 million to illicit online and black market sales currently, $300 million. The state already makes $900 million. If they had the other $300 million, yeah. they'd be making over a billion dollars in tobacco tax revenue. Right. Somebody asked Napoleon... Bonaparte, you, you know, way back, if you hate cigarettes and tobacco so much, if you hate tobacco so much, why don't you, you're, the, you're, the, you're Napoleon, why don't you just ban it? He said, find me something that makes as much money and I'll ban it. Right. So that's where we're at. And then we come forward a little bit more, the Jenkins Act. Then we have the, the, the legalization of marijuana years later. We're like, great. We don't have to. We don't have to, like, watch what we say anymore. This stuff's legal. We don't have to. If you say, hey, I mean, this, this is it's great. We can piece, tell you yeah. yeah. We, it's great. It's finally free. We're finally free to speak. 
behind our retail counters. We're finally free to speak to our, to our customers. You, you understand what I'm saying? We're finally free to speak to our customers. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. It's just, you know, I used to work at a grow shop for a short period of time, and it was like that. <laughs> yeah, these are, oh, for, uh, yeah. these are for tomatoes. You got to leave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, you got to leave. You, you mentioned cannabis. Even though, like, yeah, we all re- go. even though we all reeked of cannabis. And then, uh, now, here's the other crazy. thing I just heard, that, that cannabis was used as a, um, a part of many medications way back. That's right. And then there was some bill that passed, and they would, the, the, the pharmaceutical manufacturers were going to have to start paying taxes on the cannabis that they were using in their medications. So they stopped using the medication, the, the cannabis and the medications, and then they just banned it. It fell into a Class A act, or a Class 1 act, Substance yep. Act, and they put marijuana in it because nobody was using it for anything. Yes. So they stopped using They were using it. It's, it's, I guess, from what I understand, it's incredible medicinally. It is. I use it. I, I have a bad back from wrestling, so it's... Tell I mean, nerve pain, especially back pain, nerve pain. I think it helps a lot. Jeff, I want to ask you a couple more questions. Um, what can people do? Like this whole vape ban and the ridiculousness of it. And Monday, yeah. Monday before Thanksgiving. Come, I'm sorry, Friday before Thanksgiving coming up. There is a public hearing at the state house for the for the vape, vape ban. If people can speak publicly and get on the record about how this product has helped them save money and feel better and stop smoking. I mean, because let's face it, it's less harmful. It has to be because you're not putting tar and carbon dioxide in your lungs. You're still smoking, you're still inhaling, and you're still getting the drug nicotine, but you're not getting the tar and carbon dioxide. So it's harm reduction, not harmless. Right. And it's reduced harm. And it seems like, and for people that have been smoking twenty, thirty years, that's important. Oh, definitely, and I'm one of them. So, so, so <laughs> Friday's the public hearing. Get there, put your name on the list, and I would like to see an absolute turnout, um, a huge turnout for this. That that so that I don't even get a chance to speak. Yeah. I'm going to be there at like seven in the morning. Make sure You'll I'm the, be first the first one on signing on the list. <laughs> I love it. Because, you know, nothing against anybody else. I'm the most important person in my life. You, <laughs> you, in this cause, though, you've been, I mean, I know you. You've been just. Very vocal. Yeah, if you listen to her ads, you know. It's so funny, too, some of the ads, like, you argue with yourself about, like, <laughs> stop being political, Jeff. And then you're, like, going political. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. I try to get away from it, and it's, it's impossible. I- I'm the um, I'm the redheaded stepchild of business. Well, I love it. I, I, I hope you uh, continue to do the ads and bring us all your ads. I want you to, every time you have, like, a new ad, I want you to send it to us. I Michael, I got a, 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 archive. I've written so many. An archive. I, know. I know you do. I don't even know how many. I've heard them. I, go I, I hear them sometimes on AAF and different stations, and I just laugh. I'm just like, oh, my God. I, I You always know it's coming, too, a lot of times because you hear the little revolutionary horn there you know what i'm talking about the what, what oh, do you yeah, call that? the uh, yankee doodle dandy yeah yankee doodle dandy so listen that's not it monday uh friday is the vape the vape ban hearing now the, just so you know and this is this is what the friday the week before thanksgiving 
Yes, this coming week. <laughs> That's in this your week. ass. That's hilarious. The Friday before Thanksgiving. Why don't you know? Why did they? They, they could have done it this week, Mike. Right. They could have done it last week. It's not like they're, they're using the room at the state house for anything. Why did they choose the Friday before Thanksgiving? Does anybody know? Less people. It's the largest uh, travel day of the year. Yep. There less people are going to show up. They know that, and that's that p- pisses me off. I don't. That is. A, they do it all the time. Like when when tobacco legislation comes up, they give you a one day notice to show up to the state house and, and testify in front of revenue or public health committee. Like that's not right. No, it's not. That's not right. That's sneaky and it's conniving. It's the reason I hate government. And you know what the problem is with that too, Jeff? Like but, even beyond business concerns, like usually business can get in. Personal concerns like but, the rights, freedoms, and liberties. Yeah, that, that's what business. I'm saying. The the people. There's no way that an average person that's a voter, that's a concerned citizen about anything can drop everything with one day's notice. When I'm booking the show, I, I try to well, give people a few days. Sure like, added it. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying though? It's just unbelievable. Like so this so Friday. What I'm hoping this Mike, Friday is that I got the ad out in time, I got the word out in time and, and, and it's the largest I'm hoping people that put in for their vacations change their travel plans for Tuesday because on Monday the Monday after the vape ban hearing, and I don't have the date in front of me. It's over there. In my, it's in a my couple days before phone. Thanksgiving. It's a Tuesday before couple Thanksgiving. A couple days before Thanksgiving Tuesday. is the vape ban rally. rally. There's a rally, if, too. If Boston Commons not absolutely blanketed with Americans that just don't want to see the government strip any more rights, freedoms, and liberties from us, then they have, whether you vape or smoke or drink or anything, Eat ice cream. Well, if you, you like to eat candy, if you like cookies, yeah. you should be on the Boston Common Monday. If you like cannabis, next Monday, not this Monday, next Monday. So I'm hoping that it starts on Friday, and there's just people smoking and drinking and pottying and camping out on Boston all weekend, Commons all weekend. All right, we're gonna try to do that. We're gonna try to get the word out. So the, that's. Uh, this next Friday, this week on Friday, there's a state house hearing, and if you care about vapes, if you care about any of the issues we've been talking about, you should show up on Friday at the state house. There's going to be public testimony up there. That usually starts at what 10 a.m. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I'm going to we'll, be there at seven. You, you'll be there at seven. Jeff will be there at seven. You can show up at like nine or ten. All right, everyone else. Uh, but and and he's encouraging everyone to stay there all weekend because there's going to be some vape rallies uh, the following week as well, on the Thanksgiving week. Well, I want to thank you for calling in, Jeff Brennan. What's your website? Shout it out, BrennanSmokeShop.com. BrennanSmokeShopMA.com. Awesome. I like Facebook better. Just go go and like us on Facebook, and we'll, the, the the information is always current. And um, it's it's important that people know what's going on at least. And I, uh, I, I have a quick request angle. for you, though, too, yeah. on the Facebook angle. Make sure you like our Facebook group, The Young Jerks, and start posting everything, all the political stuff, because we have a good community there, and they'll come out, and they'll, they'll want to know about it. So the good, the good thing about this is we're going to have another opportunity to file another initiative petition. 
And do you remember we talked, the last time we talked, we talked about the initiative petition. I was trying to get the sales tax right. off the of tobacco because it was a tax on a tax that was already a tax on a tax. It was a tax of a tax that's on a tax. It's unbelievable. True. Um, but we're, there's going to be another initiative petition, and we're going to lift that um, flavor ban. Good. We're going to do it. Good. And I'm, ch- I'm leading the charge. We're going to lift that flavor ban. And I don't know about, hopefully, hopefully they leave vape alone, they lift the ban, but we're going to get that flavor ban lifted. And if there's any vape shops or anything, they can, you know, listening, they can contact you to, the to other, get involved. The in other that. thing that this is doing, Mike, is, is uniting all of our businesses for one common cause. Finally, we're united. Right. It's true. Finally. Can- cannabis not- and marijuana, I mean, uh, marijuana and, and uh, tobacco businesses are united the communities are united because the, the vape it. stores you're right the vape stores and they and, should be the, the liquor stores should be should be everybody everybody in massachusetts should have a problem with this right even even just even if you use none of these things because you're a taxpayer this is about money this is about traffic why are we sent this is what drives me crazy jeff we're supposed to be uh, so environmentally cautious, conscious and progressive. Well, why are we sending people to drive to New Hampshire? Don't we have I'm enough traffic? A new phrase. Don't we have enough traffic? I mean, that's the way they get the, the tax back, I guess, the gas tax. I mean, it's crazy. I got a new phrase for you. Go it's ahead. called a progressive, progressive conservative. Yeah, that's what that's what runs the state, right? They pretend they are, and then they, yeah, they flip flop everywhere. No, the you have running the state there is is. Is I hate the term because it's it's kind of, I don't hacks. know it gets I like hacks. They're hacks. <laughs> Go ahead. They're liberals. They're liberals. Okay. Wow. That's what they are. Uh, they tax liberally. They spend money liberally. They pass laws liberally. They ban things liberally. Conservative. Conserve the Declaration of Independence. Conserve the Bill of Rights. Conserve free speech. Conserve right to bear arms. Conserve the status quo for the American people today. And that's important because I want my kids to grow up and have choices so that they have. Hey, I got off painkillers. I got off. I quit drinking. I started. I quit smoking cigarettes and I started vaping. I quit painkillers. I quit drinking. Charlie Baker didn't do that for me. And he's never going to do anything for me. The state is never going to do anything except take my money. They don't really care about your health. This health care cost thing is baloney. It's still skyrocketing. 80% of the right. population is obese. Yeah, I mean, it, it is but ridiculous. It's the cigarettes cost. that's causing the health care right. cr- right. crisis. Right. Well, and the cost of the health care when you go to the hospital or get an ambulance ride. Like, Charlie Baker's not talking about partners. I, you know, I was driving uh, into one of these other states the other day, right? And I realized Mass General's now buying... The hospitals up there now too, <laughs> so they, they can raise the rates. They can so raise the, the healthcare crisis yeah. if they're well, buying hospitals. We have great healthcare, but it just costs a million dollars. But I want to thank you for calling in, Jeff Brennan. Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much. And we'll talk again soon. But again, we want to get everyone out uh, this next Friday at the state house, and then uh, the following week for the protest. This Friday is the vape ban hearing the following Monday before th- Friday before Thanksgiving vape ban hearing at the state house Monday before Thanksgiving rally on the common perfect love you talk to you later you too thank you that's Jeff Brennan we call him Jeff Brennan Jeff Yalinesian got his name right uh, he's awesome I love him he's full of it he's, he's, he's more fired up than I was <laughs>
I was kind of the quiet guy during that interview. That was good. I like that. 617-702-2542 is our phone number. We're going to try to get Linus on the phone from Vapor Brothers, too, real quick. Uh, possibly. Um, we're the Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. We've had a wild show. I started by throwing microphones. Uh, we want to thank AJ of AGX for joining us live in the studio. AJ Nichols earlier. Uh, we're just got off the phone with Jeff from Brennan's Smoke Shop. You can see he's really fired up, and I don't blame him. He's frustrated, and he's got a lot to be frustrated about. Uh, as he mentioned, his family is the victim of alcohol. His, his mother uh, got seriously injured by a speeding drunk driver, and he's been harmed. Uh, his family's been harmed by the drug war on cannabis and tobacco, and he talked about that tonight, and uh, he's been fighting. I think people need to really support him. I can tell at times he gets a little jaded and upset because, you know what, not enough people have supported him. This guy's been fighting, and this is another example of why we need to support him, this vape ban. This vape ban where they want to throw people in jail. So hopefully we're going to have Linus on the phone right now in a second. Uh, I think they, they we're ringing. Okay, yeah, we're, we're just calling him. Uh, hopefully we, we're trying to get him on the phone. It's Linus from Vapor Brothers. And again, my name is Mike Crawford. Do we have Linus on the phone? Hey, Linus. Can you hear him? Hear me? Yeah, I hear you really well. Awesome. I'm glad my cell phone's working. You're live on the Young Jerks right now. We're broadcasting live. And, and the reason I'm calling you is because uh, way back, you gave me a bunch of Vapor Brothers uh, vaporizers when we had the two hothead show on Unregular Radio. And I love that product, the uh, Vapor Brothers. It's just an amazing And we gave a few away, and, and people still have those. They cherish them. It's been years. And I know why, because they're such great devices. And I know that you ship them across the country. Where are you located, Vapor Brothers? Yeah, yeah we're in Los Angeles. Well, L.A., we okay. We started in L.A. You know, the idea actually started in a dorm room near you, Tabor Academy and Marion Mass. Uh -huh. um, just like thinking about how to kind of hide our weed and put stuff away and maybe make it look like a normal device. And eventually, 10 years out of high school, we started making a vaporizer in a way that just looked um, like it can exist on your tabletop, look like a pencil sharpener. It you does. Know? It looks so um, cool. And if people, yeah, if people don't know, they will just assume it's something else. It's, it's very cool looking, too. Yes. And so, yeah. now, I mean, now... You've been, you know, you've been, how, how long have you been operating now, Vapor Brothers? Well, that count, this, this is like 20 years now. Okay, so you've been going 20 years, and you've been shipping these devices, I'm, I'm assuming, across the country now? Yes. And it's you, legal to ship, legal to possess. And you've never had, had any now. problems until probably now in Massachusetts, is that correct? We've had problems. Um We've we've had various problems that it would take me too long to get into, but okay. it's just like you know, some people think that if you're supporting uh, 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 paraphernalia, you must be supporting terrorists as well. So during our like kind of terrorist scares, there was like attention put on suppliers and things like that that just made business really difficult and and ruined us in a way. Um, we put our product together in um, America. The parts come from all around the world because there are places that know how to make stuff. You know what that actually reminds me? You're talking about vaping bands and e-cigarettes. Those actually were in, um, invented in China, 
and it took a few years for people here in the U.S. to figure out how to put pot in them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I was listening to uh, Jeff Brennan. Man, he knows a, a lot, and that was really interesting to hear that finally tobacco and medical marijuana are united because they have been really separated for a long time. They have. Um, like not kind of accepting of each other. Right. One's harm, one's harm reduction. Well, wait, no, he was also explaining that pretty cool too. Yeah. And so, you know, at this point, you like, actually, I want to talk before I get into the specifics about Massachusetts, I want to ask you about your product because people have talked a lot about the vapes themselves, the differences you said they're assembled in uh, America. Like what are, like what sets your vape apart, like in terms of safety and the ceramic, you know, things like that. So, well, I designed it myself from the ground up to heat, make air hot enough to pass through herb and evaporate everything in the herb, not enough heat to set it on fire, but to, um, evaporate all oils, all the different chemicals that are important, um, beneficial, that is beneficial oils to inhale that. To do that requires making a hot heating element, um, and we also want to use this device ourselves. So from the ground up, we basically designed everything custom to handle the temperature that it needs to get to, um, to be simple so that we didn't have to chase down all these crazy um uh, materials to see if they'd be unhealthy to draw from. Like there are high temperature plastics that could be the housing of our vaporizer, but we chose wood and we bought it in Europe where they have better standards for the glues and the low VOC. Um, it, basically everything we scrutinized. Um, we, you know, invented a new type of vaporizing. When we came out, there weren't vaporizers. There were these glass globes. And I think Volcano was getting started around the same year that we were starting. And between us, us and Volcano, we kind of had to teach America what vaporizing was and kind of popularize the notion of, um, of doing that. But anyway, about safety, it's just I don't – I know there are other good vaporizers out there, but there are a lot of knockoffs of ours, and none of those think about what I had to think about to put this thing together. We make sure there's no lead, cadmium, mercury – we test for it. We pulled air out of the unit into a vacuum cylinder that went to an industrial hygiene lab. You know, all this stuff over the years. Because um, we're pretty, you know, natural. We're nuts. We're like foodie, you know, eat right. vegan vegetables. You want the we best. Can. We're you, yeah, you're healthy. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. so like, is this vaporizer? I want it's people to know. The, the one that I know of, I think mm-hmm. you have a pen vape now, too, but the main unit that everyone knows, the big, larger, you know, with the tube and the. This is a flower vape. This isn't an oil cartridge. This yep. is a flower vape, right? Yep, yep. Going straight from flowers to inhale. So it, so everybody knows this is called the Vapor Brothers, and it's a wood box vaporizer with kind of this iconic, like, uh, angled shape and with a hand piece that you pack with herbs. We call it the whip. You put the herbs in the glass hand piece. You connect it to the machine, and when you draw air through the whole system, it hot air comes out of the um, machine. It's basically just a ceramic element sitting in glass, and you draw hot air through the herbs. That's our main product, called, and we just called it the vapor vaporizer. We original vapor brothers vaporizer. We didn't give it a name because it was just the vaporizer. Um, 
but yeah, since then, um, pens. Well, that's a whole other story. I don't. I'm yeah. not sure if you want to get into that. Well, you know, I would just say that the main one that we're talking about, the main vaporizer. If wow. you were ever at and regular radio back in the day. That thing was in constant use. It was a good, it's a good party, babe. It's so cool. It, it, we love that thing. We used to use it in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, good for your voice, too. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, so the problem I have right now, I'm in Massachusetts, and we apparently, I mean, we have a ban on vaporizers, and they're saying now that they're going to lift the ban on fl uh, flower vaporizers for medical patients, which I am, but I'm just wondering... Is, is it hasn't been lifted? Can can you actually ship to Massachusetts to me? And how would you even know I was a medical patient? Shoot, I didn't know. I I ship directly to customers that come to our site. I haven't noticed anything. I didn't know the ban was on flower vaporizers as well. Yeah, like bulk crude. This is busting up a flower, putting it in a. I mean, that's amazing. Isn't and that the a... word is vaporizers? They're just going after the word vaporizer. Right, they are. And now they've apparently lifted it, but only for medical. It's so you you weren't even aware of that. That's unbelievable. It's so funny. It just you know, shows how, how I'm kind of yeah. yeah, I'm kind of busy and behind the times sometimes. I I've been definitely checking in on the vaping crisis, so um, it's just so stupid to me. But yeah, um, I you know it's weird. We got this weird bump in sales of this last month. You did. I don't want to gloat about any. That's what I was going to say. I, I bet you actually got a, yeah, you got a bump because people realize that your product is safer than the cartridges, most likely. Yeah, moving back to flowers. I mean, I like cartridges if they come from someone you know or right. someone you know knows. That's the key. I think yeah. that people are becoming aware. I think people are becoming aware that they have to, they have to make sure what they're, using uh both not just the the consumable but you know the equipment that they're using is safe and mm -hmm. uh you know your product has stood the test of time have you had any complaints any adverse reactions ever to your product we you know what i've had like in 20 years i've had like two people but it it's kind of probably was the herb is sometimes as people age herb treats them a little differently yes. and sometimes it makes them really activated in a certain way and they're freaking out about something but it's always ended up good we always tend to end up with people going away happy because we'll just help them out until whatever's figured out is figured out um but i just i do wonder um i can you know pretend like we're perfectly safe and stuff but what the the last guy jeff said you know, these are harm reduction devices, so it's not harm-free. You're still inhaling something when you're kind of designed as a human to only inhale, uh, uh, inhale air. Well, dusty air. You can inhale particulates to some extent. Um, but, yeah, you, you kind of do have to watch out what herb is going into the vaporizer, especially maybe outside of California where you guys are having sometimes the stuff that didn't pass. Oh, you know, yeah. in Massachusetts, you guys have a strong rule that everything has to be tested yeah but yes but you know what the issue is here not enough shops too expensive even with a even with a medical card still so like oftentimes yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm relying on home growers or going to maine <laughs> but you know what we saw uh for the last couple of years was what you just said uh a lot of california product that couldn't pass the test or was uh 
you know, they, they couldn't sell it because the law changed. <laughs> so they started flooding the market here. Like we have a lot of product from California and a lot of knockoff products, a lot. You know, I'm in Massachusetts, three quarters of the cannabis market mass is still a legal black market. So, yeah, <laughs> we see well, it. You know. I'd like to say California does like to send its best um, um, of, of people who who grow here and, and do yeah. the drive or do the whatever they do. Um, there are a lot of good, good people selling east because good people can't sell here either. As you said, right. stuff that's legal is expensive and it kind of sucks a lot. Yeah, of it. they've changed it's, the rules in California, unfortunately, and made it crazy like Massachusetts. <laughs> Yeah. So the the takeaway is what uh, just know that your weed is um, safe, either tested, whether that's believer or not. It must be better than not tested, um, or someone you know who's not using funky fertilizers or or pesticides. Definitely. And for sure, um, cheaper like green bud. We're hearing a lot about how cartels are stepping up the growing efforts in our hills and mountains. And they're just putting, like, DDT, all sorts of banned substances that are, like, so dangerous. They're just, they're poisoning the wildlife to keep the wildlife away from the growth. And somehow that's becoming a, a lot of weed that's being sold. I don't know where. Really? Just watch out for your weed. So that could be the next yeah. big scare is about the weed itself. Woo. Um, yeah, the black I'd market. like to not figure that out on yeah. this conversation, by the way. Yeah. I didn't. I, I, you know oh, what? Boy. I would not doubt it, Linus. I'm, I mean, I'd be really careful in the black market now. You know, like you said, I think uh, smaller growers are better that you know. But so mm -hmm. unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that choice. They're in states that don't have any options. So, I want to thank you for calling in, Linus. Yeah. Uh, where can people get your product? It's VaporBrothers.com. Is that right? VaporBrothers.com is the best source right now. We've just focused on being a website part of our strategy for, for surviving in this world where there's a lot of very well-marketed stuff, portable stuff that's all over the place. But if you come to us or you come to our Facebook page, I'm Linus Larson on Facebook or go to Vapor Brothers on Facebook. Ask us any question. I love to answer all the most difficult questions about what are you inhaling? How is it put together? Every People want to ask about things and I uh, love to help vaporbrothers.com just go to our support page and you'll reach me or my brother pete and that's the other and, thing i uh, love about you guys you guys are responsive you always respond you know everything about your product if people have any safety you know you guys respond i know you do i've, I've seen yeah, it thanks yeah and we as you know earlier when we gave a bunch of vapors away we kind of got addicted to giving goodwill to the um country you know and and rewarding people we think are awesome you uh, and your show how much effort you put into it i'm so glad that we could like help out oh, I'm and as you know vaporizing helps your voice helps your lungs people who need their lungs for whatever reason uh athletes singers will get a larger range higher their highest note to lowest note will be better than if they were smoking um smoking's still fun but uh vape also some people can't smoke anymore that's right so vaporizing is their only access to their so, yeah, I really appreciate you brought me on your uh, podcast. It's been really interesting today. I'm glad that you could call in, Linus. It's awesome to hear from you. And, again, it's VaporBrothers.com. If people 
want to check it out. Um, mm -hmm. And I definitely recommend it. Uh, I think uh, you have a great product there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny that we're just dealing with this in Massachusetts after we legalized cannabis. We did decrim, we did medical, we did legal. And now there's starting a new new a ban on things like flower vapes, which just to me is insane. Um, if any lawmakers are listening, which they sometimes do to this show, what would you recommend to them about this flower vape that is supposedly still banned for recreational users in Massachusetts? Man, um, uh, it's just, it's the wrong, people are looking in the wrong place. And I know that uh, part of these laws are about looking in the wrong place on purpose um, to try to just ban what they wanted to ban for whatever reason. But flower vapes being the safest way to vaporize, it's a shame to have them be included in in vapor bans. What would be best is if we just advocate for um, more, uh, better access to high-quality tested medicines. That's right. And and high, you know, quality products too, like yours, like Vapor Brothers. I know that you guys care about your product. It's not what everyone fears for these other products that have caused problems. It's it's just the opposite of that. Yeah. So I, I would... I should mention... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, if I have a moment, I should mention there was a pen on our site. Um, pens, as I said, were invented elsewhere and came here and got um, kind of converted into things that could be used for uh, extracts. Um, and that's a whole story because... The pens are probably part of the problem because a lot of these really cheap ones, they do have solder inside them that's touching the juice in there and uh, very intricate little parts of nic nickel chromium wire that's probably giving metal particles into what people are breathing. There's also metal fume fever, which is a, a, a one of the possible problems of, of people's vape injuries, and that's from getting... Uh, certain dangerous metals way too hot, although they don't get very hot in vaporizers compared to their melting point. But anyway, um, we saw that pens make vaporizers so portable and useful that we needed to kind of make our own one to make it safe enough that, of course, we would want to use it. So we uh, got a pen made. It doesn't use a tank because that's way over our heads. There's so much to try to make correct there. I don't know how tanks can be perfect unless you really talk to the maker and they really try to avoid, I don't know. It would be really hard to make a, a tank that was absolutely perfect. as clean as like our vaporizer is, which is just glass and ceramic, like try not to get hot metal hot or, or plastic, of course, or Teflon, get that out of there. But anyway, our pen requires you to just take your dabs directly from pot, like basically people squish pot and take the, uh, oil out of it like rosin rosin yeah. no chemicals of any way and they can dab that into our pen directly onto a heater um that we've made from uh, a nickel titanium wire that we think is more safe than titanium or nickel chromium a very stable wire that just gets hot and evaporates the oil and um you it to me that's the closest to being able to know exactly what you're vaporizing so that's that's the dab pen that we have. Very cool. Um, People should yeah. definitely check that out. It's vaporbrothers.com. 
Thank you so much, Linus. Uh, thank you again for yeah, the vaporizer back then supporting our show. It did really, it was cool because, you know, not only did we have one in our studio, we, we got to give them away to some medical patients that called in. It was pretty, it was pretty amazing. People were blown away that they got to take that home, and it was awesome to see. And we, you know how we decided it? <laughs> we let our audience decide. We had, we, we had people call in, yeah. and, and they decided who was most, most worthy. It was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Well, cool. We got to do something like that again. I would I love appreciate to. you bringing me on, Mike. That was this fun. Thank you so much, Linus. And uh, good luck uh, okay. with Vapor Brothers. And again, I love your products, vaporbrothers.com. Thank you again, Linus, for calling in. Yeah. And thank, thanks for your benefit to the world. Thank you. In Massachusetts. All right. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye. Young Jerks, Mike Crawford. Uh, that's it. We're done. We ended a long show. 617-702-2542 is our phone number. Put it in your phone book for next time. Young Jerks, uh, check us out on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group. we got a page. We've got a group. Make sure you're on the group because the group's where a lot of things happen now for us. Uh, also on our Twitter, you can send us money, midnightmass.substack.com or anchor.fm slash the Young Jerks. We'll see you next week, Mike Crawford, checking out. We'll see you next Sunday, 5 p.m., Later. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Jeff from Brennan's Smoke Shop, and I wanted to thank Governor Baker personally for proving the theory that the pen is mightier than the sword. With one vicious swing of his mighty sword, he cut down all of the tobacco industry's competition in the Commonwealth, Charlie, why? forcing consumers to the black market and gray market. The very market, from what I understand, is making people sick. I'd also like to give the vape industry a big round of applause. Welcome to the show, vape industry! Lawyer up.